Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Sister Circle Conversation. Wow, if you were on Facebook a moment ago, you heard that rich conversation with Congresswoman Val Demings and Beverly E. Smith, National President and CEO of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I want to welcome back Tanya Grace, our spiritual and wellness contributor, and, and Dr. Anita. Was that not amazing conversation with those ladies this morning? So rich and informative, especially during this very important month that we're celebrating yeah. women's history. Yeah, yeah, most certainly. Dr. Anita, you're in South Florida, a little bit different part of the state. What are your thoughts? I mean, North Florida is different. Northeast Florida, we sometimes say is a little akin to South Georgia. And we don't mean that in a negative way, but it is. So mm -hmm. tell us, where, what are you seeing down in South Florida? Well, as you know, the three counties here, Palm Beach, uh, Broward County, and Miami-Dade County, we're usually blue. Um, and I just think no matter um, who, what party we belong to, we have a civic duty to make sure we're involved and that we vote. So, I mean, voter registration is huge. Let's just start there. It's absolutely huge. And then making sure that we vote. I know we have an election coming up in the city that I live in um, on Tuesday. And most people sit back and don't participate in these these type of elections. But definitely, I'll make sure I um, exercise my right. But today was so rich, like we've already said. Um, I remember as a little girl learning about uh, Shirley Chisholm, uh, Barbara Jordan, just amazing women, and um, celebrate um, my divine nine sisters as well who played their role in the suffrage movement. Um, just feel proud and inspired um, hearing from Representative Val Demings as well. It was amazing. Um, so I applaud you, Pat, for bringing them to the forefront. I wish we had had a little opportunity to speak to uh, Sister Monet, but I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to speak to her in the future. Yes, yes. She was having technical difficulties, and that's the, the blessing and the curse of this virtual environment. So some of what we were going to talk with her about, obviously, today is the 56th anniversary of the crossing of the bridge at Selma. Um, and we're right on the heels of, I believe, the George Floyd trial that's coming up mm -hmm. this coming week. Um, what are your thoughts? What are you feeling? How should we continue to move on? We know that we, as uh, Beverly E. Smith indicated, that we've done all of these things, not just today, not just, uh, we know we have Stacey Abrams in the fight and she's doing an amazing job in Georgia, but we, we can't go back. We can't go back. So what do we do? How do we keep moving forward? Well, you know, the first thing that came to mind, I just want to say one, the two words, good trouble. That came to mind. The spirit of John Lewis came to mind. So I'll, I'll be quiet, though. Go ahead. <laughs> I had an opportunity a few um, weeks ago to visit Minneapolis. And I visited the Minneapolis African-American Heritage Museum. And what was significant about that, and I think everyone 
heading over or following, you know, Minneapolis during this time, it's really, really important that they see the history because this museum, first of all, is it's open and free to the public, but to show all the images, not just from Minneapolis, but what the incident that occurred with George Floyd, how it sparked a movement. You know, the Black Lives Matter movement became more prominent and seeing the images, not just there from Minneapolis, but all around the world, they have captured this and placed this in this museum. And it's absolutely beautiful. I saw um, um, Sister um, First Lady McKissick, I saw her join online. And one of the things she said, as leaders, we have to make sure that we're mentoring and bringing others along. And that's so important. Yes, there are women and men who are in very high profile positions, but like national president, Dr. Beverly Smith said, we have to groom our young people. We have to instill in them, you know, the confidence to engage and, and volunteer. Like volunteerism is so important because you're not always going to get paid right away. So engaging in volunteerism is so very, 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 very crucial to maintaining engagement. I couldn't agree with you more, Tanya. I think where we are is definitely, um, it's not a moment, it is a movement and it's gonna take all of us. And we can see from the years of struggle, you know, I don't think, and, and, I, and I'm not the all knowing historian, but Martin Luther King happened to be where he was at the time. I don't think he walked into that moment knowing I'm going to be the, the leader of this civil rights movement, but he moment and preparation and God was the reason he was that person. Uh, Rosa Parks, that, that moment of that, that, that bus boycott, it happened but it wasn't unplanned. It was planned. They had been talking about how they were going to do this movement for some time. And that day she was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So that's where young people, you know, our people, all people come together. And as you said, Tanya, they put the work in, the, the hands, the, 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 the sweat equity, the volunteers. We're all volunteers in this movement. I'm seeing in the chat, how do we, you know, come back, come back some of the, the unraveling, if you will, that we see in states like Florida, the Stop Stacy movement that's going on and in other states where they're trying to do some voter suppression. How do we do that? In my opinion, we keep moving forward. We keep being the reinvented Shirley Chisholm's and the reinvented um, uh, Sojourner Trues and the Harriet Tubman's and our brothers in the fight as well. We continue to get into, as you said, Anita, good trouble. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Pat, I think we, we and Tanya, we need to bring people along with us. I mean, as we talked about mentorship, but maybe there's somebody who's right around the same age group as us who's not engaged, maybe disenfranchised, maybe disappointed. Um, you know, and we want to keep some of the excitement that we had for the 2020 election. I mean, we were all excited then, but we got to keep moving forward. So we got to keep engaging those that we know in our circle of influence, always reminding everyone to kind of stay engaged and stay excited and, and make a difference. You know, so. Most certainly, most certainly. And, you know, I think about these college campuses and I think about some of the young people we've had the opportunity to have on the sister covenant. Those women are brilliant. Those women like Monet. I mean, I believe she is in her, her early 30s. Brilliance, brilliance. And I'm not so sure I was there at that age. I'm not so sure I was so, um, you know, uh, willing to just give everything for the greater good. And that's what this is. This is the greater good. This is the fact that we recognize in this moment that, and my husband and I were talking about this the other day, the difference between now, I believe, and our parents' college experience is we've been here. The door was opened some 50 years ago. We're in the spaces, the boardrooms in the different places. We're not going back, but we can't rest on that. And we can't say, oh, we are here. So you can't you know, change things up. We can see that if we, if we, as they say, if not who, who, us, if we don't stay woke, as the young people say, and vigilant, things can revert back. And so it's going to take all of us and the young people in particular to lead that charge. Totally agree. And as you were talking, one thing came to mind for me is I have a young daughter, she's 14. So engaging her in the process as well, so that it kind of perpetuates itself, you know, as a, as a responsibility, as I see as a parent, I mean, my parents expose me, so it's my job to expose her so that she also will be able to be engaged in the civic process. Yeah, yeah. Very and, and Pat, one of the important questions you usually ask, you know, our guests is what fills their cup? And maintaining a healthy balance is so very crucial. We have to, as we're engaging in the fight, in the struggle, we have to make sure we're taking time out to replenish ourselves because it's it, it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna, as we continue to move forward, but we have to, and that's why I appreciate platforms like this. We have Wellness Wednesday, we have Medical Monday, um, Just the Facts Friday, just to remind us of taking care of ourselves and filling our cups, which is so important. Self-care is very, very important um, to nurturing ourselves and what we bring to the table. Yeah, we got to keep our ourselves well. Um, and in this environment, that means all of the protocol as it relates to COVID-19. Um, you guys know I got my shot. Uh, my husband and I got our first round last uh, Saturday and we get the next one in a couple of weeks. We got the Moderna. And I know, Dr. Anita, you too have gotten vaccinated. But 
that's that's something we need to try to encourage our community um, and continue. We live in Florida, but I'm going to say it. We got to continue to be vigilant with our mask wearing, with our social distancing, with our um, being being respectful, not just for ourselves, but for our greater good, for our community. That's the only way. But we also have to protect our mental health. We've talked about that on the Sister Covenant. And I know I'll speak for me. Uh, this this pandemic has, with it being just a year, which is amazing in and of itself, um, that 18 pounds that I've kind of accumulated, that's a real thing. So, uh Tanya Grace, you're going to have to help me with that because we definitely, that's a part of being well. So we can continue this good fight, this good trouble that we need to get in, but we got to be well to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, physical health is so crucial. <laughs> absolutely agree. Is Let's it? all choose to go for a walk today. Well, I am. I'm going to I'm going to walk and mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to my service. I'm so proud to be a Bethelite. As you said, Tanya Grace, my first lady was on today. So my heart is uh, well with that. But I think mm -hmm. as leaders and this is maybe how we can lead this uh, sister circle conversation. I love y'all. I've missed you, Tanya Grace. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I'm so glad that you are feeling better and yes. that your family is whole. So, you know, we've been praying for you. Thank you. Um, but we got to be there for one another. We got to mm -hmm. be whole for one another. We got to be well for one another. It's a bigger, it's a bigger task. And as women, as women of color, as we know, we are there for everyone. We pour into everyone from our families to our places of work and worship, but we do, we have to be whole. So that's why this, for me, this covenant, this covenant of women, um, strong women, but vulnerable women, we have to continue to do this work, this work. And, and I really liked what Congresswoman Val Deming said. She said, I recognize that I need my Lord and I need, you know, I got to stay prayed up. And even um, in the midst of a potential life decision, she understands where her help comes from. But then surrounding herself, I'm sure, with family and people that really care about her and, and have her back. And that's what we do every day for one another. And that's what we got to continue to do, especially with our young women. You know, I feel strongly about their mental and emotional stability. So that's a must. That's a must. Absolutely agree. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you as always. Love you. Love you all. Love you. <laughs> Three months. Happy, happy, women's happy, happy Women's History Month. Love you. Love you all too.